It's Mr. Christopher, Funkatopia Radio Show, your Funkatopia Live. It's 8 p.m. You know what that means. It's Friday night. It's Funkatopia Live. <laughs> yeah, we're getting like right into it. And, you know, normally whenever we do interviews or whenever somebody comes in, it's fantastic because normally everybody comes like right at the beginning. It's like, oh, let's just do it at the beginning. And, and I know a lot of people are down with that. But uh, many of you, I, I've, I've mentioned it on Facebook and, and uh, Twitter and everything else that tonight we have the honor of having with us Princess Hairstylist, who was pretty much his hairstylist for the better part of 30 years, the one and the only Miss Kim Berry. How are you, dear? Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody? How's everything? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> okay. So you said you were at the celebration just kind of doing your thing. And uh, I know uh, that's that was the first time I actually got to meet you was at the celebration. So, and you, you've recovered okay? Yes, it took me a couple of days to get it back together. But yeah, but I had to sleep it off. I said, how do you sleep off a vacation? But it, it was cool. I'm back now. I'm back. Yeah, a lot of people do that. If you go somewhere, especially if it's in like a totally different time zone, a totally different country. But for those who, then you always yeah. had you always had to like get better. But then what's really strange is that with the celebration, there's only a one hour difference between there and Atlanta. I know there was people from all over the world there, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I totally know how you feel. Right. It was like I came back worn yeah. out. That was exactly every exactly. single yeah. night was like two, three, four o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh Lord, I'm <laughs> right. They get up and hit it again at nine and ten. I was like, wow. I was like, I'm I'm like yep, this is this is prince all day. And he taught us this is it, so I was ready. So he... I don't know about my team, but I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was just insane. I, I couldn't believe that people just had that kind of stamina anymore. It was just, I just, it was shocking yeah. to me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, people yeah, were just. Yeah, we worked the party, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I know some uh, some people may have already heard you do some of the interviews and everything, but kind of kind of recap the story about how you even got started with Prince, and I'm going to try to ask some questions that are kind of off the beaten path. Um, but uh, what are some okay. of the, uh, how, how exactly did you get started with Prince for those who have not heard the story before? I was good friends with the hairstylist. I was actually dating one of his bodyguards. Oh, was it, um, it wasn't Wally, was it? He, um, was it Wally? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wally was way before me. Okay. <laughs> Wally was way before me. I love him, though. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Said, but um, I was dating him, and he, he took me around, and so I got to be introduced to Tanya, and so that was just beautiful. And um, uh, her name was Tanya Thompson at the time. He was his hairstylist. And I, I was, you know, fresh out of high school. And I told my mom, I'm going to take a year off and just chill. And she goes, okay, that's fine. And about two or three months into it, she said, wait a minute, what are you going to do? She said, you're going to go to school, you're going to get a job, and you're going to get the hell out of my house. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> so I went stumping up the street mad and walked into Pacific Beauty College. And uh, before I knew it, the man, Mr. Goins, had me signing on the dotted line and said, I'll see you tomorrow. I said, oh, wait, wait a minute, what? He said. So then uh, I went home and told my mom, I said, well, I hope you're happy. I go to beauty school now. And she just looked at me and said, I hope you're happy and closed her door. I said, oops. I said, now, I was mad at the time, but I didn't know she was actually pushing me into my destiny. So the bodyguard introduced me to the hairstylist. And nine months later, I won my first hair show. Uh, didn't even, had no idea. You know, I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer like everybody else. And um, that just wasn't in the cards. It wound up winning a hair show that had 200 kids competing and um, against each other statewide for the state of California. And I went in there and whooped on them. And I said, wait a minute. I was like, I had no idea. I said, maybe I can do it here. I said, okay. So then that's when I decided to get my entire life together. And next thing I know, like I said, uh, they, Prince was in town shooting a video. And um, they brought Tanya, you know, me to Tanya. And I was hanging out with her, doing different events and hanging out. Next thing I know, um, she said, I'm going to quit. I said, you want to quit? I said, yeah. She said, that's the best job in the world. You're not going to quit. And um, she said, uh, no, Kim, it's not what you think. I walked a mile in her shoes. I didn't realize that it wasn't what I thought. I said, it's more than just being a hairstylist. That's for sure. 
working for him. Nobody had one job. So I said, she decided to, uh, she decided to say, uh, her and Prince went into a room and my mom used to tell me all the time, you gotta be careful what you speak. Cause sure enough, she said, uh, you know, uh, I'm done. He did something to her. She got mad. And she said, my lips are trapped from kissing your little uh, black behind. And she packed her stuff and left. And then Prince, you know, knowing that he talks crazy to people and know you're going to be there the next day. Nope, Tanya took her stuff and left. She meant what she said. And so the bodyguard told me, look, we're going to be at this nightclub. You got to show up. So I showed up at the nightclub, got there, put my portfolio on the table. He said, I said, look, I do hair. I said, I know you don't have a hairstylist. He said, Okay, he looking through the book. I said, yes, you, you know, you need somebody for L.A., just let me know. And so he said, you got a salon? I said, yeah. He said, go set it up. So I already knew what she was doing. I had watched on the table and duplicated everything on the table. My dad used to tell me success is when opportunity meets preparedness. When the opportunity presents itself, you need to be prepared. And sure enough, um, like I said, I had been watching her, everything she was using. You know, I would buy it. I said, never never knowing that I would be working with him. I just said, well, she's a celebrity hairstylist. Then I got to get my stuff together. Whatever she got, it must be good. So I prepared that table, same way he was used to seeing it. About an hour later, he called and said, Kim, this is French. And I'm like, what? And he says, uh... I'm not going to be able to make it. And I said, oh, okay, well, never mind. I said, you know, next time you come to L.A., just let me know, and um, we'll get you hooked up. He said, well, do you travel? Now, mind you, I'm 18 years old, never been out of uh, Inglewood, let alone California. I said, sure. And he said, okay, the flight leaves in an hour. We're sending a limo to pick you up. I said, I'm sorry, what would you say? <laughs> he said, is there a problem? And I'm like, uh, no, uh, there's no problem. <laughs> He said, okay, he said, well, we'll see you in a minute at the airport. I was like, oh, boy. I called my mother. I said, oh, my God. I said, talk to friends. She said, stop lying. I said, no, really. I said, talk to friends. He said, the car coming in an hour. What am I going to do? She said, get your color eyes and your hairspray and get to LAX. And I was like, oh, my God. So get to LAX. Uh, him and his brother and somebody else was on the plane with us. We get um, we get to Paisley Park. And uh, they escort me to the room and say, uh, you know, he'll be in in a minute, but actually his brother came in and four other girls that were there hanging out, beat everybody here back to back, boom, 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 boom. Uh, my, uh, my teacher used to tell me quality and then quantity, never sacrificing one for the other. So I laid everybody out one hit after the other. It's about four or five o'clock in the morning, mind you. So I'm like, okay. I said, but we're going to keep moving. It don't even matter. We're going to keep moving. And, um, Finally, uh, his brother said, well, I'll be right back. And left me there for like two and a half hours. So I'm sitting there. I can see the purple raincoat and the raspberry beret jacket. And I'm like, oh, okay, something's going on. They were getting ready for a smaller celebration that, that was coming up. And um, so they were preparing the room. And uh, he says, uh, finally, he stuck his head back in the door. He says, um, you didn't steal nothing, did you? I said, first of all, my mama didn't raise no food. I said, second of all, I got to go to the bathroom. You play too much. He like, oh, 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 okay. You could have went to the bathroom. So he laughed and figured it's funny. So I'm like, uh, I said, so what are we doing? He said, okay, so I'll be here in a minute. I said, don't you need me sitting here for another two and a half hours? He's like, no, 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 I wouldn't do that to you. About 10 minutes later, sure enough, first thing is in the door and said, hello. I said, oh. <laughs> he just said, oh, he's so little. And so he says, um. <laughs> You got the job, he said. He said, but you got to leave them nails at home. And I said, oh, okay. He said, yeah, I'm tender-headed. You can't use that in my head. I said, okay, no problem. And started working nails off right there in front of him. Click, 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 click. And he just started cracking up laughing. He said, oh, yeah, you're going to work. He was like, okay, go back to the hotel. We, oh, sorry. He said, go back to the hotel. We leave for Miami in the morning. And uh, the rest is history. I've been traveling all over the world with him ever since. Oh man, that's amazing! That's amazing. Yeah. Now you said you said you had to sign on the dotted line. Was there actually a contract or something you had to sign to work with him? No, no, no. To go to pay? No, that was to sign to go to beauty school. I signed on the dotted line. Oh, okay, yeah. So you know you have to sign a contract. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I told my mother about the contract home. I said, I hope you're happy. Yeah, now and you said, I hope you happy. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be happy? <laughs> yeah, uh, and then that's what I said. I didn't know she was pushing me into my destiny. Oh, well, so that, that, that turned out to be well, what was a mad event turned out to be a life lesson. Yeah, she did you a favor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Now, now, you said, and obviously the hairstylist before you said, 
uh, that, you know, it's, it's more than just a job. And obviously you're doing, right. you, you are doing more than just, just styling his hair. You, you were also kind of like the den mother of sorts from, from the, you know, the things that I've read. Absolutely. But what were the, um, yeah. other things that you had to do outside of hairstyling? Oh, he, he just tell you, you know, get in where you fit in. So if you saw a fan pointed in the wrong direction, you better fix it. If you saw the, the lyrics being put in incorrectly, you better tell somebody, you know. So it was just, it didn't even matter. He was like, get in where you fit in. If you see something wrong, fix it. You see a piece of trash on the floor, pick it up. I used to look around and go, I'm sure my license says cosmetology, but okay. <laughs> I said, but you had to think, you was rolling with one of the biggest uh, entertainers in the world, and if you wanted to be there, you had to do what he said do so that's what Kim did I had a many day where my friends were like if I was you I would do that, that, that. I said now you're sitting at home on the couch with your mom I said but I'm in, in Switzerland you know going up the Swiss Alps in a in a, in a in a, you know, gondola. I said, but okay, don't tell me what you won't do. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, please. I said, I've experienced some things that people only read about in history books. That's right. Those armchair warriors will try to get the best of you every single time. Right. <laughs> So, uh, one of the, now, well, I, I gotta, I gotta know, you know, from a personal standpoint, like your, just your life in general, I mean, ha, you know, what kind of effects is that sab on, you know, you and your relationships and just being able to even, you know, establish a relationship? Is that just pretty much just out the door? Your, your life is pretty much just on hold until. Oh yeah. 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 When you work for friends, your life belongs to him. That's it. That's all. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I even had to sneak and have a baby, you know? So I, even though I was pregnant, he probably just thought I was getting fat. I was like, okay. I was like, tell us I'm in the hospital. Oh, he was my. like, what? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, so, everything even... revolved around him. And... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please tell me that's not a yeah. true story. <laughs> that's, yeah, absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, my word. So, like, so, he loved her when he once once she got here. He loved her, but yeah, I had to sneak the hammer. <laughs> oh my gosh! So so you so <clears throat> let's talk about the hairstyles. <laughs> just for, yes. just for a minute, let's talk about the hairstyles themselves. Were there any? Was it pretty much a scenario where he would come in and he would say, "This is the hairstyle that I want," or did he, you know, flip the script and you know, and just say, "Just, just do what you think," or did he kind of give you an idea of the direction he wanted to go? How exactly did you know the hairstyles come into fruition as far as the ideas and and just deciding what you what it was you were going to do? Yeah, it just depends, like, what outfit he was wearing, what, uh, you know, what 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 album we were working on. We would sit down and he'd say, what you think about this? What you think about that? And we'd get it done. Um, one time, uh, we were in the middle of a photo shoot, and he told, uh, told me, he said, you know, his cousin used to wear these braids, and he wanted to try these braids. And I'm like, okay, right now? He's like, yes. I'm like, oh, boy, so that's the famous picture you see with me and Steve Park. Steve Park snapped the picture. He said, we should take a picture. But he was telling a joke. We should take a picture with you doing my hair. I said, yeah, I think that's cool. You know, because he was known for not having pictures with anyone. Right. Because so, he knew that they could be sold on the Internet or whatever. So he would never take a picture with anyone. So sure enough, Steve uh, snapped that picture. And he didn't know. And sure enough, years later, they were going through some files. And he told Steve, he said, should I delete it? And he goes, no, it's cool. Leave it there. I was like, oh, yay. So that was my famous picture. It went all over the world. I kept saying, well, let me do it. Me. At least he said, no, Kim, just pick it up and braid it. I said, oh, Lord. Then he made me run upstairs and get ribbons. And then that was his look for Raven to the Joy Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> was the, the braids, I call them Buckwheat braids. So he did the Buckwheat braids with the ribbons on the end. But it was really a style, you know. So we come to the shows, and the women would be in the front row with the same hairstyle. It would be crazy. I'm like, <laughs> don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. Because <laughs> this kind oh, of that, that leads into the next question I was going to ask: Was there any time that he had you do a hairstyle where he was just like, "This is why I want my hair," and you were like, "Oh hell, no, I'm not doing that." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the book we braids, and then we had this one outfit where he had a gorilla jacket, and it was just. A big furry mess, and he was like, "Can you make my hair look like this jacket?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> I 
My friends would call up there and be like, what is going on at Posey Park? What's happening up there? Like, you guys are doing some crazy stuff. I said, hey, you got to give the people what they want, Jay. And I'm going to check come on Friday. I'm going to give them what he wants. <laughs> Now, on the reverse side of that, was there anything that you ever did to him, a hairstyle that you did to him that he just mm-hmm. kind of looked in the mirror and did that, you know, did that Christopher Trace that, oh, no, <laughs> you know, was there anything yeah, like that? No, uh-uh, he was cool. Oh, well, No, he, he was not afraid. He was a maverick. He, whatever we did, he was going to pimp it out. He was going to make it look good. But it didn't matter <laughs> if anybody thought it was ugly. By the time he finished and beat that face and he pleased, he, he was rocking it. <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. Sure. Uh, yep. I mean, yeah, it's always good to have some, because I mean, I can think just in the past 10 years of uh, a couple of times I've been into a hairstylist and was like, oh no, this is not going to work. And I don't, I, I'm not doing anything right, near right. as adventurous as the stuff he was pulling <laughs> up. But, uh, oh exactly. my gosh. Exactly. Yeah, he tried every hairstyle known to women and, and pulled it off and wore it better than they did half the time. No, yeah. no. Yeah, there if you they go. were long, he would go short. If they were short, he would go long. He stayed ahead of the curve at all times. That's crazy. It just amazes me. Some of the things, I, I, I can think of the only time that I was not a fan of anything that he did hair wise. I mean, he always had a different look. But that um, bob cut that he did in. Uh, Graffiti Bridge, that that straight hair. I, for some reason, oh, yeah. I could not get used to that. <laughs> it just, it just. I don't know yeah, what. Yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, yeah. for an entire career to have, you know, you know, four decades of of music, and you know, there's only one time that your hair was kind of, you know. But was there something right. about Prince's hair that made it a lot easier to work with and say somebody like? I don't know, somebody like, you know, uh, an usher or somebody like, uh, you know, it, it was, was there something different, really, really different with Prince's hair that made it a lot easier to do a variety of things with, as opposed to some, you know, a normal person? Yes. No, um, we didn't have a problem uh, doing his hair. He, like I said, he was a maverick. He tried everything. Um, he, you know, we got to mix and match conditioners and products and stuff. So mm-hmm. it allowed me to be uh, very flexible to keep his hair soft and moisturized. Uh, whenever we wanted to do color, you know, we could flip into a color without breakage. We didn't have any problems. So that's when we started coming up with, we should come up with our own product line. You know, he said, I see you always in here mixing like a scientist. Said, so we need to come up with our own hair care line. So I said, that's what I'm going to bring to uh, fruition is the hair care line Prince inspired. So oh, yeah. look forward to it. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're going to talk about your book that's supposed to be coming out, uh, Diamonds and Curls. Yes. And uh, I am. Yeah. I'm yeah, really, I'm really looking forward to to reading that. What when when is this when is this book coming out? Oh, we're working on it. Like I said, uh, okay. we we hoping for a January release. I said, but you know, uh, we got tied up in some politics, you know, with the estate, but it's all good, and uh, it's, it's going to come to pass. So everybody just. Get on the website let's, let's, and let's keep it going. I'll keep you guys informed. We're going to have newsletters dropping every month on the products, on the hair, on everything on the book. You'll be able to know where I am, different tours that I'm on. And so we're going to go live feeds everywhere. It's going to be really awesome. Yeah. We're going to take the Kimberry Beauty Day and take it to the next level. We'll be in a city near you. So you guys get ready. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Oh, can't wait. You better be bringing this to Atlanta. Absolutely, all the big cities. We're gonna hit all the big okay. cities. Okay, so when you yeah. when you're at ATL, you know you know where to reach me at. You know where to call that's me. Right. That's <laughs> right. You know because right. and I'm gonna make sure when I know you're coming that that I do not have my haircut at that time. So uh, <laughs> right, that's right. We're gonna be I want to get my haircut by Kim Mary. <laughs> Absolutely, positively. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, so you know, a lot of people say, um, you know, I, I mentioned before about the whole the whole dead mother thing, and how um, yeah. a lot of people, you know, he was always a jokester. He was always lighthearted. <laughs> he always had, you know, but there were times when he was not. And from what I understand, there yeah. was th- there was moments where he um, where you were pretty much the the divining rod. You you were the one that was kind of. 
letting people know, oh no, don't mess with him today. You know, kind of, you know, you'd work on his, you would work on his hair and then you would know if he was in a bad mood and you'd come out of the room and just shake your head. No, no, no. What, what, you know, tell tell me about some of those times and, and, and also what were those things that let you know he was not having it? Oh, it was just as simple as not speaking. So he would walk in the room like the day before and we'd be laughing, joking, bagging on each other's mamas and, uh, you know, that whole nine. But he, the next day he'd walk in the room and wouldn't say a word to you. So you knew that was the day you better do his hair and get out of his way because somebody was going to get fired. So no, no funny business, no, no back talk, no nothing. So, I, you know, like I said, because I learned how to, I call it bobbing and weaving. So I learned how to bob and weave, you know, and get out the way. So they would have to come looking for me on the days when I knew I called the bad twin Hollywood. <laughs> so that was the mean one. So yes, I was like, oh, Hollywood is in the building. I said, and if I come outside and look at the staff, and they'd be like, is it cool? And I'll shake my head, no. They would take off on it. I was like, everybody scattered like lunches, because they do, you know. That was the day somebody was going to get it for no reason. So I said, stay out of his way. That's all I'm telling y'all. Stay out of his way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> man, it's just, uh, yeah. I got to tell you, I mean, to kind of have that, that insight, uh, just to be able to, um, man, I, you know, to, to be in a position where you're the one that's kind of got that front row seat to his his mood is got to be a scary place to be too because you're 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 letting everybody else know that he's in a bad mood but the reality of it is is that you're the first person that's to kind of discover that he's in a bad mood so it's like not an envious Absolutely. that's not a good position to be in so but you had to, right that's what I said then when I remember Tanya saying. It's not what you think. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what she meant. I got it. Okay. Because <laughs> the closer to the sun, you're going to get burned. Everybody wanted to be right up under. I used to tell people, this is not the place you want to be. You want to be further away. Some people would say, oh, he hasn't even called my name. He doesn't know my name. I'm like, oh, you want him to not talk to you, okay? When you talk to you, you're in trouble. So you better go away. Go away. Quit trying to be in his face. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Yeah, I don't think that I would want to be in that position where, you know, I never knew what was going to, you know, if he was in a bad mood, and was like, you're out of here. But then on the same note, I think once you, you know, how long did it take you to get comfortable doing his hair? Because I imagine you, you know, the first couple of times you probably were like, oh, Lord, I'm frazzled. You no, know? his brothers, they tried to scare me in, into uh, not being able to do his hair correctly. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't put water on him. Don't spill color on him. Don't touch his ears. Don't. I was like, everything you don't, guys are telling me to do, I have to do. So don't touch his I ears? Like, come on now. I was like, don't yeah, touch his I'm ears? I like, how am I going to do it here? I can't touch his ears. I was like, come on now. I'm like, you give me a break. So yeah, I just had to relax. I'm like, Kim, you were built for this. You got this. Don't worry. You got it. What was that about? Really? So you, you, he, he, he asked me, yeah, stupid. He asked me about five years in. He said, what did they tell you when I first, when you first started working for me? And I was like, oh, you know, I gave him all a little rundown. He said, I've never told anyone that. He said, I don't know why they made up those stories. And I said, oh, yeah, that's funny. I was like, that's unfortunate. But, yeah, that's, you know, we got a gun. <laughs> so was there anything yeah. that you were told in the was anything that you were told in the beginning like the don't touch his ears that you found out later was just like yeah don't look him in the face I'm like oh, I don't heard that look one, him yeah. in the face how you gonna not look him in his face and I do his hair like shut up like don't quit talking to me so I literally had to just phase out whatever they were talking about <laughs> and just get it done I'm like please <laughs> wow I'm like, okay that doesn't make sense but let's just get it done that's crazy <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Now I heard that beyond hairstylists, you've also uh, had your voice present on a track or two. Oh yeah, yeah. We'd be in the studio late at night. Uh, get freaky, let your head bob. Uh, what else? New uh, power song. And I told him, I'm like, I can't sing. He like, Kim, come on, get on this track right quick. And I said, I can't sing. He said, No, I just need you to fill it up. I'll change it and make it sound like what I need. I'm like, Are you serious? He's like, Yes. I said, Okay. <laughs> So we'd be in the studio doing all kind of crazy stuff later. And I was like, that's when he was most creative. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we got it done. So that was, I was in the studio screaming, get freaky. Now let the head rock. <laughs> that's my jam. So and all the party songs, I love those. <laughs> so when people hear that song, now I'm not going to hear that song. I'm going to hear that song so differently now. Every time I hear that, I'm going right, to like. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be listening for yeah. you. 
I'm gonna be listening for you. Yeah. Now. So you had exactly. that. You had that one, and what other one was? Were you on? You remember? Uh, now I'm going drawing a blank. Uh, what was the other song that we were doing? It's another one, Headbanger. Uh, oh, you can tell me later. I'm drawing a blank. Face, uh, face down, or yeah, any, any of those. Face yeah. down, yeah, face down. Yeah, that, <laughs> well, I got it right. <laughs> I was trying to think of the ones that was big. Yeah, I was trying to think of the ones that that had yeah, that headbanging shout on the, on the track, I used to be around the studio always saying, okay, okay. And then he put it in the song, and uh, Mike Phillips said, you need to get your royalties from that. And he talked about, you were saying that before Little John. You should be getting your royalties. <laughs> he said, my little kids I ass, okay? I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. That's my jail. That's that. Yeah, you should. I, I would. I mean, you know, if okay. okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was mine. That was all me right there. That was me. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's awesome. Well, so here's the thing. So if anybody wants to, if it, there's anybody out there that would like to call in and, and ask, ask him some questions, feel free to do so. You can pick up the phone and dial 831-777-FUNK. That's 831-777-3865. Feel free to call in and uh, ask him a question or two. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So, I, first off, I want to thank you for um, for coming on the show and uh, being a Funkatopia supporter. I love that you know you and your crew. I know Tia listens to Funkatopia all the time. I'm so glad that you you got to come on and, and spend some time with us. That's awesome. And I also saw that you got uh, a, a piece in Allure magazine. Congratulations! That's awesome. Yes, yes. I've been doing a lot of interviews, um, fortunately, since his passing. But even, you know, before then, I was still uh, doing interviews. But, yeah, uh, first one of them that picked it up, and it, it's been a beautiful ride. We were busy all last week doing interviews, documentaries. It's been a whirlwind worth of stuff. It's been awesome. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Excuse me. Um so again, we were talking about the celebration too, and uh, in the, the celebration yeah. they kind of brought out the the memoriam fence. And uh, do you have? Did you get a chance to put anything on that memoriam fence? No, nah, I said um, all my memories are in my heart and in my head. I'm cool. I don't have to put anything on display. I did go to the Riley Creek Wall and um, did a, um, during our walk with the mayor. Uh, during that week, I put my name on the wall, so that was really cool. So I said they've turned Riley Creek into Graffiti Bridge, so it's been awesome. So I, I videotaped and showed everybody, you know, the walk that we did with the mayor. It was really awesome. They did a 5K walking, so that was awesome. And also, we all did, uh, we went and fed, uh, feed my children, feed my starving children with Sarah Savoy and her group, and that was awesome to be a part of that. And we fed 12,000 children. And that the, all the food will go to the Honduras, and so that was one of the organizations that Prince's, uh, you know, uh, gave money into, and he supported. So I wanted to make sure that I gave back that week to everything that Prince was involved in. I wanted to be involved in because that's what he was about, love for one another. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, talk talk a little bit about that um, that walk with with the mayor, and exactly you know what was what was the purpose of that walk, and. Um, what what they were doing. I mean, obviously it was for a memoriam, you know, uh, for Prince and to yeah, kind of honor. Yeah, just in tribute, you know, yeah. um, absolutely, in tribute to Prince and all the fans came out and, you know, walked and, and we went, you know, past Hazy Park and under the bridge and uh, some people got to walk across this icy lake. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, no but, way. Uh, yeah, we did, we did everything else, so that was awesome, so. Yeah, but it was it was just really cool being out there. Like I said, first one, just being with nature. And as well as, like I said, I'd have a little talk with God and, you know, uh, blessing, you know, asking friends to keep blessing all of us mm -hmm. to keep getting together. He connected a lot of souls and, and, and people are coming together from all over the world. So it's been a beautiful experience. So like I said, I wanted to be connected to anything Prince was connected to. And yeah. that's what he was about. You know, like I said, love for one another. Yeah, I heard you're quite a prayer warrior. Absolutely. Ain't no other way to live. <laughs> no yeah. other way to live. You know, and isn't it amazing that even even in his his absence, which he'll obviously never be absent spiritually, but you know, I, I right. It, it's just amazing to me, you know, when I was at the celebration, you know, because I went and I think I've told the story before, I went to uh Plazy Park after his passing. 
I guess it was in January of yeah. last year, and there wasn't a celebration or anything going mm-hmm. on. They had just kind of started the tours, and yeah. a, a friend of mine and me went down there, and it just it felt just so empty, and it just it just didn't feel the same. And then uh, when yeah. I went to the celebration this past week, it was just it was just magic. It was just so amazing. Yeah. It was just. I think with the fans, everybody being there and contributing everything to that uh, situation, um, bringing his, bringing him alive because that's what it's going to take is for all the fans and the people to keep him alive. You know what I mean? Keep the stories going. Keep telling the stories. Keep telling how he laughed and how he gave and how he lived the way he wanted to live, not the way anybody else wanted. He wouldn't, you know, curve to nobody else's, uh, you know, life or details. He, he did what he wanted to do, the way he wanted to. Outsmarted every record company. They couldn't stand him. They couldn't keep up with him. It was just a beautiful experience to be uh, standing alongside him and watch him work. It was absolutely amazing, and I wouldn't trade nothing for my journey. It was beautiful. Oh no, yeah, I, I don't blame you. I can't. I can't even imagine what it must have been like to be by his side so much, and just to kind of just experience him as a person, like. A, not a superstar. I mean, you could obviously see that part of it too, but to just kind of really see behind the purple curtain. And um, so, I mean, I am, right. <clears throat> I am really looking forward to, to obviously seeing the book. And, and again, for those who want to ask some questions, I saw a couple of people come on and then right was I about to pick up, you dropped off. So uh, we got open lines here. If you would like to call in and, and ask some questions of Miss Barry, 831-777-FUNK. Again, that's 831-777-3865. Yeah. As far as walking out on that lake, I can't even imagine why in the world anybody would do that because when i first right. got I there like, when i first got that's there not on it. No. <laughs> when i first got there it was like 40 degrees and so i it was you yeah. know and, and it just you know snowed the day before so i could see maybe i might go out like maybe five feet but um, right. I, I have a terrifying, uh, and of course, later on, a couple of days later, it got to be like 60 degrees. And I still yeah, pe- saw people walking out there. It's like, like why would you walk out onto the lake when it's 60 degrees outside okay. and you know that ice is melting? <laughs> right. What is wrong with exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah, I wasn't fooled with that lake. I was like, you don't mess with Mother Nature. Oh my gosh, it's just insane. It just doesn't make any sense at all. All right, we got a we got a call here. Let's let's uh, let's uh, find out. We got a question here. Welcome to Funked Up. Who's on the line? Hello. Hello, this is Deidre. Hey, Deidre, how are you doing? Hi, Deidre. Uh, Fine. How are you doing? Good, good. What's your... I, I didn't know if I was actually going to get through. Well, I you... just picked up a chance and dialed. <laughs> well, well you're, you got through. What's your question? Well, I just wanted to, to know, and this is just off the top of my head, because I didn't know I was going to get through. <clears throat> I've, I've been listening since 78. So I've been there since the beginning. I know. I know. And oh I wish I could record this. But um We're reco- we're recording it for you. It'll be it'll be fed out there. <laughs> I got your back. I got your back. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. And and this is all the way from Louisiana. What? I had to pull on the side of the road. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um I, 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 did a, I did attend Celebration 2017. I wasn't able to make it for 2018. <sighs> so much stuff going on. But uh, I guess my question... Yeah, I guess my question is... Um, I don't know what my question is. <laughs> Okay. I'm 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 doing I'm doing a blank. I'm I'm doing a blank. Okay. Well, I just want to thank you for uh, coming on and and speaking to everyone. Um, I think I was in the panel when you spoke at 2017. Oh yeah. That was yeah. exciting. Just right there. Just just knowing you was with him. Yes, absolutely. So, 
<laughs> so did he play jokes on you? That's a good question. Did he play jokes? Oh yeah, all the time. He was a complete prankster. He, my, our thing was being in the building late at night, so he would always jump out from behind a corner on me. I called all his furniture in the building, Beetlejuice furniture, because it was so weird and all that. And then you see just a purple haze in the building, and then all of a sudden he'd be standing right next to me, talking about Kim, what are you doing? I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and he was laughing, laughing. He's like, Kim, what's wrong with you? You're not living right. What you running for? <laughs> I'm like, I used to ask him, how could you live in this building by yourself? What is going on? Oh, this place is crazy at night. Like, it ain't scary. <laughs> but he loved it. And just, if he could scare the hell out of you, he'd be happy. Oh, uh, uh, what what about hairstyles? Did he kind of uh, tell you what he would want, or you, he just gave you free reign, just do whatever? It depends. Like I said, it would go through if it was an album cover or if it was a magazine shoot. We would sit down and talk about what he might like or what he wants to look like. We had um, a book with his face in it that I would take uh, transparent uh pictures and have my friend draw different hairstyles and we would put that so he could see what he looked like with different hairstyles so he was a collaborator and even his hair his music his clothes everything we all had a chance to have a say in what the ultimate picture would look like so he was open to everything okay so was that you or him with the 50 million plants who was that that, that was his idea but yeah I, that was me that pulled it off yeah <laughs> you did yeah. that. You did that. Mine didn't come out like that. But you did that. Yeah. That's what I said. We had a many of people all over the world that duplicated that same hairstyle. I was like, oh no. I was like, don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. Yeah. All right. Thank you, DJ. I appreciate you calling in. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. You have a good one. Thank you. Oh, I think her main question may have been, how do I turn off this turning signal? <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, I was, um, yeah, I, that's what was the other thing I was thinking is, is when you could do a hairstyle and you think to yourself, yes. and you see all these people replicating your hairstyles across. Now, obviously, you know, they, they, they have an, an admiration for Prince. And they're wanting to copy right. everything he does. I mean, that that happened all during the '80s. I mean, even when you know Madonna came out dressed all crazy, everybody was dressing that oh, same yeah. crazy way. It was like, what's going on? Yeah. But did did you feel like? Uh, do you feel more of a sense of pride, or does it lean towards more of, hey, why don't you get your own thing going on and stop copying? Oh no, I, I knew whatever he did. If he wore a black sock and a white sock, the fans are going to do that. So I, I, yeah, I was definitely honored. Like, wow, look at me, my hairstyles are all over the world. <laughs> that's, so that was awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. So let's get an idea. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the book because I do want to make you know before before you have to go, I do want to make sure that we that we talk about the book. You said you're, you're still working on it. I know there's some legalities and. Okay, let's everybody that's listening, let's all take a collective breath about all this ridiculousness and legalities and stuff that's going on. We'll just all do it together. Oh Lord! Okay, right. <laughs> so, so, okay. you want? Yes, you, We want to move forward. We want to be able to yeah. share everything that you know, especially all the stuff that's in the vault. And I know there's money involved, but you know, when it comes to people like yourself who were right there, so there's no question that you're writing something that's, you know, not going to be true. Or if they want to put up, you know, if. if is it is it a scenario where they feel like they need to review everything that you're saying to make sure that you're not saying anything scandalous or you know is you know um, what what are some of the biggest i mean you can say i don't really want to talk about it that's fine but you know is it is it one of those things where you just kind of feel like you know i, I don't know what they're up to but they keep they keep making my life hell type of things yeah, no, it's just, I'm just now getting into it. So, you know, it's a, it's a new holdup, but it's it's all good. Like I said, I believe the fans want to know, so the word will get through one way or another. You know, so right. it doesn't matter what they, you know, they do. It, when it when it's time, it, it'll be time. Right. So well, it's gonna be a loving story, a loving tribute to the man, the brother, the husband, the the father. You know, we're gonna talk about that part of Prince. We're not gonna talk about. You know, the scandalous, salacious, every dirt that everybody's waiting and hanging on to every word. Ken Berry don't have time for that. So this is going to be an awesome experience. And um, 
a loving story of, of Prince and his hairstylist. You know what I mean? So when you're when you're someone's hairstylist, you're their confidant, their friend, their lawyer, their everything. You know what I mean? And so we spent close to 30 years together. We grew up together and learned some things. And as well as me being a student, you know, sometimes he was the teacher. So he was always open to things like that. So that was just a beautiful thing. Well, I'm glad to hear that because, you know, I, every single book that comes out, I mean, when Maite's book came out, I mean, there were some things in there. I mean, there was there were some things in there that I guess, you know, if if you, you know, really, you know, love Prince as far as, you know, the whole positivity, you know, vibe and wanting to make sure that everything that gets said is all positive, you know, it, it's kind of one of those scenarios where, you know, you're like, oof, okay, all right. And I, I'm I'm glad to hear that this book is well, not going to have any of this. Nothing is all positive. It's right. going to be it's going to be something you know that didn't go right or didn't go. You know, everybody thinks the man you know walked on rainbows and and you know when he sneezed, fairy dust came out. And no, he was a human being. He laughed. He cried. All that other good stuff. You know, and, and you know he walked. He, he stumbled over his shoestring sometimes. You know, I was like, so yeah, he he was a human being. So people have to come to grips with that that he was a man first that was sent here by God, used as a vessel to bring music to the world, you know? And mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Like I said, he connected millions of souls that he don't even know how, you know, that he touched all over the world. I've talked to people from the Netherlands and Switzerland and Germany, and it's just been a beautiful thing to see everybody. And they all have stories about how the music was the soundtrack to their lives, and it was beautiful, you know, and it, to experience them as a whole and as a collective to see how Prince, you know, and at the end of the day, he said, love one another and whatever you do, take care of one another. And I believe that's what's, what's happening right now all over the world. His fans are taking care of each other. Yeah. And, I, and getting through it. I, I agree because again, when we talk about the celebration and we talk about how, you know, how much love and how much, just, I mean, just the amazing vibes that were just in the room and just in the, just, right. it, was just it was just such a great experience. I can't, it's, it's just, it yeah. was fantastic. I, I, it was just a great yes, experience. Indeed. And, um, Erin Frigo, uh, wanted me to ask you, she sent an email. She said, could you please ask him if, if ask Kim, if Prince ever lost his voice due to laryngitis? No, he, he could tell when he was getting close to it and, you know, he would get quiet and just go into his teeth, you know, and lemon and ginger mode. So, yeah, but he, he knew how to take care of himself. Yes. And um, so, you know, he did what he had to do. Right. Yeah, I think um, I think that was one of the things but that he, he was human. He lost it sometimes. Oh, you, you have, see, because I've always was able to tell, like, if I if I saw a show and I, he wasn't doing the songs like Adore or doing the songs that were going to require him to do like a lot of the falsetto. That was super high. Right. right. Yeah. I, I always exactly. knew that. Yeah. I always knew that he was, you know, he was in a, you know, he was in a tender spot. But even, even in his he worst. Boy, yeah. He had to protect his, protect oh, yeah. his, his pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even when his voice was at its worst, he was still better than 90% yeah. of the people that were out. Absolutely. Yes, he was. It's just shocking yes, to me. Was. It's just unreal. So, so uh, let's go back to the book. Now, tell me, tell me some of the things. I know you were. You're, tell me about some of the things that we can experience uh, that we're going to be able to experience in the book. You know, some of your like your practical jokes, some of the things you're talking about while you're sitting in the chair. What, what are some of the yeah, things like that, that, that people? It'll be about the brother, the husband, the father, the. The, 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 you know, I'm not going to talk about the rock star because you guys could probably tell me something about the rock star. So <laughs> right. I didn't call him like that. That's one thing people say, oh, when you were saying, I was there a Prince fan. So I, I was, you know, like I said, I was sent there on a whole other mission. So we're going to talk about things like that, you know, and, and just talk about the loving man, the gentle giant, the philanthropist, you know, things that people didn't know about. So, and no one would know unless they were there, you know what I'm saying? So it was a minute that can say that they, you know, outlived everybody throughout his career. So it was a beautiful experience, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. Yeah, that's going to be nice. I, again, I, I can't wait to hear. And it's interesting to hear you say that because you said – I think I'd read it in a, in, a, in a previous interview one time. You had mentioned that you you know you were never really you know a huge you know deep digging B side fan. You know you you liked all of his hits, right. but it wasn't you know you didn't really like a lot of you know it not didn't necessarily like no, you just weren't familiar girl, with it. Girl Tia, she's educating me now. 
Yeah, Tia's educating me now on all the different Prince songs because I have no idea. I'm like, what? What, what song is that? So she, she, she's telling me. And I remember one night we were in the club and uh, me and Prince and a bunch of the girls were doing our thing and uh, Beyonce came on. So I'm singing every word to Beyonce's song. Right behind it, a Prince song came on and I just got quiet. He said, really, Kim? He said, so you know all of Beyonce, but you know all of my songs? I said, oops, sorry, Bob. I'm going to buy that album tomorrow. I got you. I got you tomorrow. I was like, uh, he's like, yeah, okay. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta yeah. be you got yeah. that you. Got, I, I got you. You know what's funny because I, I got the kind of stories you gonna see in the book. <laughs> I got a similar story. I got a similar story. I'll share with you. I know people are like, no, we're here to hear Kim. Well, the, okay, but this the, yeah. <laughs> it's all right because 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 Kim and I we 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 hung out to like four o'clock in the morning at Perkins Pancake House last That's week. Right. So, <laughs> so we're gonna talk. We're gonna chat yeah. here for a minute. <laughs> You're gonna chat. Um, there was a time when I was, um, I was my friend of mine was working at a company that kind of did like you know fancy cars and limos and stuff like that, and she said, yeah. "Oh well, there's this R and B star that uh, you're gonna be driving around." And I was like, "Oh, oh sweet, awesome, fantastic." And I was like, right. do you know, I said, do you know who it is? And they said, "No, we don't know who it is." And and but but you know, you'll probably know who it is. And I said, "Probably." And um, so. Uh, so I get I get in this car and it says I can't remember what kind of car it was but it was it was a really nice you know SUV type of car, and uh, the person I was there yeah. to pick up was Music Soulchild. So he oh, wow. so Love he gets it. in the car. Now this is early earlier in his career. This is like really earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's just, you know, and, and I, I know Music Soulchild, but just like a couple of the songs that I heard on the radio. So I right. wasn't I wasn't a fan. I was kind of like in your position. Right. I wasn't a fan fan, but I, I was honored to be driving around Music Soulchild all around Atlanta. I mean right. I was right. I was I was taking him down to, you know, taking him down to this little he said, I need to go down to this joint and get a Jamaican Jamaican patty at this one place somewhere yeah. downtown Atlanta. I was like, okay. And I had to go to a friend's house, and I had to take him down there. But then we were listening to the radio, and one of his songs came on the radio, and uh, I didn't say yeah. anything. I didn't say anything. I was just yeah. just sitting there driving. <laughs> and he leans in, and he taps yeah. me on the shoulder, and he goes, you know that's me, right? <laughs> I was, right. Hey. Well. <laughs> I said, uh, and I looked down, and I saw his name, because it, it was on Sirius XM, and it said his name. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that's you. I know that's you. <laughs> I didn't know it was him. <laughs> sure, I know it's you. Sure, I do. Of course, I do. <laughs> so, Mar- Maria said it a question. She says, um, "What or how does she think? Or how do you think that you may have influenced Prince? Like, what did oh, Prince no, may have taken away from like you?" Yeah, different hairstyles. You know, we talked about religion. We studied every religion in the world. We would have debates, you know, uh, throughout throughout my time with him. And so he would think that he was right, but then I'd turn around and tell him he was wrong. And so we would have our little arguments and our dis- what we call them disagreements. We agreed to disagree. You know, we had those. So that was always awesome. So like I said, uh, different hairstyles. If I thought something wasn't right, then we should do this instead of that. So, you know, you know, women always have had influence over men since the beginning of time. When Eve made Adam, you know, bite the apple. So, you know, it, 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 you know, men are easily influenced, but I think he loved that feminine energy around him, and it, it just was a beautiful thing, like I said, to be a part of his journey. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have to totally agree. I mean, as a as married guy, who has not one, not two, but three daughters. <laughs> there's, right. there, there's something yeah. about there's something about that, uh, and even all my animals are female, with the exception, right. with the exception of of one cat that's a male, but that doesn't count because it's a cat. Um, so, okay. but, but there's something yeah. about there's something about that that feminine energy. There's something about that 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 vibe that is just it's just it's just comforting it's just it's you know it, it That's right. you don't feel like you have to be on your guard the whole time you know it just kind of just let everything down right. and just kind of relax he knew that they, that's the, yeah she had they got you yeah they got your back he knew right yeah that's always good well kim i don't know if you had anything else you wanted to share uh, again um what is uh where can they find more information about you and keep in touch with you about your book and all that other stuff uh, where, where can they find yeah, more information? 
Yeah, KimBeonset.com. K-I-M, the letter B-O-N-S-E-T.com. Sign up, register for the uh, for the newsletter, and we'll be in touch. We're going to keep everybody informed of everything that's Kim Berry and everything related to Prince, and it's just going to be a beautiful thing. It really is. As I said, you haven't seen the last of me yet. I'm on tour right now with Cat Williams, so that's, you know, keeping his hair together for all the movies and and shows that he's doing. So, yes, it's a beautiful thing. It hasn't stopped. But the game, you know, you just keep grinding. You keep grinding. Oh, so you're doing Cat's hair now, huh? Well. Absolutely. I've been with Cat Williams for about 10 years. So, yeah, when Prince passed away, we went on tour. So it was just perfect timing. And he's a big Prince fan. And so he loves it. So, you know, it's always, it's always love when yeah. I'm around him. Yeah, I, I could see the two. I, I would love to be. Have those two ever been in the same room? Oh yeah, many times. Yeah, they they were friends. They hung out quite often. So yeah, it was always always good, always good. And there's so much alike. It's scary their work ethics and how they run their business. It's just beautiful to see it all over again. So coming into Cats Camp, I feel like I was trained well through press to be able to handle Cats. So it's beautiful. I could not imagine Cat Williams off the chain like you know like like the the stand up comedian Cat Williams that you see on stage. We've all seen him off stage where he's kind of subdued and chilling, but I, right. I I could not imagine him in his in his zone when Prince is in his yeah, zone absolutely. and the two of those in the same room. Yeah. It would be just you just stand you just right. sit back and just let things happen. At that point. Exactly. That's what I said. <laughs> one rock and roll pop genius and the other one a comedic genius, just bosses in their own lanes and just doing what they gotta do. It's just it was amazing. Like I said, God allowed me to be a part of both of those those guys' journeys and it's been beautiful. Oh my God! I just I, please, Lord, tell me that there's some video of Friends and Cat in a room. Uh, there is. There is. Uh, I forgot. I think I want to say it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame somewhere. They're, they're together. It's, a, it's some video of them together. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, definitely. They, they were friends for years before Friends passed. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. I gotta see that. Oh, Kim. Thank you so much. Yeah. Stay on the stay on the line. We'll, we'll we'll chat for a second off the line. But uh, thank you guys so okay. much for for listening to Kim. And uh, yes, we are recording this, so I'll make sure that we put it up on on the website at funkatopia.com. And um, so if you missed anything or you came in late, don't worry about it. We'll put it up. We got a lot. There was a lot of great stories and a lot of great moments. So I hope that uh, and Kim, I hope you come back again. Please tell me you will. Absolutely, definitely, especially once the book drops. We got to talk about it, so it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm, yep, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, because we're going to have to refer to yeah. a couple things in there, I'm sure. <laughs> right, right. All right, but just for you, we're going to go ahead and put on a song that Kim is on, New Power Soul, right here on Funked Up.